Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So proof pops yesterday that the pending Trump arrest, indictment, whatever rumor you believe, is a political spectacle. There's absolutely zero attachment to the law, principles, anything like that. We're dealing with obvious commies on the left. Uh, We know that, correct? Can we all establish that as a baseline? So there's no need to argue that point anymore. Thank you. I appreciate that. Why restate the obvious? Uh, We're dealing with commies, communists. Uh, The man is obviously zero flight risk, Donald Trump, zero threat to public safety. This is an obvious case for handling this differently. And yet, uh, Twinkies, the Manhattan DA, who can't control his own eating behavior, seems to think otherwise. Apparently wants to create a big public spectacle. As I said, a lot of news broke on this yesterday. A big show for you today. Don't go anywhere. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like leaving your keys in your car while you run it to the gas station for a snack. Most of the time, you're probably okay. But what if you come back and see someone driving off with your car? Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, any hacker on the same network can gain access to your personal data. It doesn't even take a lot of technical knowledge to hack someone. Hackers can make up to $1,000 per person selling your personal info on the dark web. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so hackers can't steal your sensitive data. Take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. It's easy to use. Just fire up the app, click a button, and get protected. It works on all devices, phones, laptops, tablets, and more, so you can stay secure even on the go. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash Bongino. That's express, E-X-P-R-E-S-S, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. You can get an extra three months free, expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Thanks, ExpressVPN. All right, Joe, no time to waste. Let's go. It's show trial. Time, time. Come on. Yeah. Thank you, Freudian slip right there, right, Joe? So it is a show trial, of course. This is proof that this is a political spectacle. As I said to you yesterday, uh, this, this case is a joke. The, the Twinkies case against Donald Trump uh, up in New York for alleged hush money payments. Uh, it, it's just a total, complete farce, an abomination of justice. It's what communists do. Uh, we're, we're in the police state now. It's not coming tomorrow. It's not let's see around corners. It's here right now. I just want to reiterate what I said yesterday. If this is not a, yet another example of why you should get out of blue states as soon as you can, I don't know what else you need to see. When I ran for office and lost in Maryland, I don't think I ever told you the story, Joe. Let's just say I was doing, uh, working on a deal and someone told me, and I'm going to say who, because the, the guy didn't give me permission to talk about the story. I want to out him. He told me, listen, um, the deal looks good, but we can't do it. Uh, not because it was a bad deal, bad business or anything like that. It was great business for everyone involved. Said, uh, you know, you ran as a Republican in Maryland. I said, so what? I said, so, you know, the Democrats are on this place. Ladies and gentlemen, get the hell out as soon as you can. So here's what happened. Wow. Yesterday, I told you, yeah, that, no, the details are even uglier. The Manhattan DA, um, uh, Alvin Bragg, he has now apparently ruled out a virtual appearance for Donald Trump. Now, keep in mind, a virtual appearance. When you get arrested, because I've been walking through everybody, I've been walking through the, uh, the mechanics of what would happen with the Secret Service and, uh, and, uh, and more details of the case from my law enforcement background. I'm uniquely qualified to comment on this. Not because I'm special, but because I've worked both with the NYPD and with the Secret Service. 
the two entities discussing now what to do with a potential arrest of Donald Trump. I'm telling you, having been at initial appearances, do you guys know what that is? After you are arrested, whether they come to your house or sometimes if it's a low-level crime, they'll let you turn yourself in with your lawyer to a Secret Service FBI office or an NYPD uh, precinct, right? After you turn yourself in, you have to appear in front of a judge, habeas corpus, right? Bring forth the body. Right. I mean, it's, it's so, you know, you don't wind up in a communist totalitarian regime where they lock you up. You're never in front of a judge and you're in a gulag for 20 years. Hey, where'd Joe go? I don't know. That's what the Soviets do. We're probably on the way to that now here, too. Having said that, magically, they're still going to do an initial appearance. You got to appear in front of a judge. Bring forth the body if you arrest someone. Show me why this guy's here, okay? That initial appearance, there is zero reason whatsoever, zero, to do this thing, create a security situation in the courthouse when it could easily be done virtually. There is... This guy, Trump, that is, is zero threat. Joe, Joe, you think this guy's a flight risk? Let me just ask you a question. Yeah. Do you think he's slightly recognizable, Donald Trump? Like a few people might know who he is? Well, that's a guy that was a president. So, yeah, probably. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. president. Not to mention, he's under federal protection by the Secret <laughs> Service, who are not only obligated to protect him, but are also obligated as federal agents to uphold the law. Yeah. So that works both ways. They won't let him get away, no. No, of course they wouldn't let him get away. They'd be fired and probably personally sued. But because Twinkies is such an imbecile and such a desperate commie eager to get money from liberal activists so they can support his next re-election as Manhattan DA or his efforts to be the governor of New York, whatever it is, Twinkies can't stop himself. So instead of doing a virtual appearance, which makes sense to any sane person, which is a limited number of people in the liberal New York City jury pool and elsewhere. They're like, nah, bring them in. Why? Because they need a freaking spectacle. That's why. That's why. Twinkies wants to raise money off this. Here, Fox News. Read this in my newsletter. The newsletter's got a lot of good stuff today. Bongino.com slash newsletter. You want to sign up. It's free. Trump probe. Law enforcement don't expect arraignment until next week. Virtual option not considered. A source told them that there was a meeting with the NYPD, Secret Service, and, uh, and other entities, U.S. Marshals and others. And a virtual option was ruled out, listen, as the DA, Bragg, is opposed to it. However, another source says it was never seriously considered. Either way makes my point. Either it wasn't seriously considered because why? They want a spectacle. Or it was ruled out by the DA because they want a spectacle. They want Trump in the court. Now, I'm telling you, this is going to backfire in spectacular fashion. And Twinkies just doesn't get it because he's too freaking stupid. We know the man's a liar. We know the man's a fraud. And we know the man is a big defund the police, Soro left-wing communist. We know that. None of that's not even in dispute. I'm not arguing with that with you, Libs. That's just a fact, okay? Now, he thinks that this public spectacle of Trump potentially in handcuffs, being perp-walked or being caught on camera exiting the courthouse, however they decide to do it, Twinkies thinks this is going to be great. Like, it's going to do real damage to Donald Trump. 
Folks, I'm going to get to this a second with regards to Ron DeSantis' response to the whole Trump thing. If you think something's going to damage your political candidate, what's the first question you have to ask? Write this down. It's a golden rule of politics. The only narratives that do damage, stories that do damage to a political candidate are those that destroy a pre-existing notion of who you thought a candidate was. Alvin Bragg, Twinkies here, he really believes that trotting Donald Trump into a courtroom and getting a picture of him standing in front of a judge or whatever it may be is going to damage him? How would that change the pre-existing narrative that Donald Trump has been a target of deep state communists the whole time? Joe's sitting there thinking, I don't think it would, Dan. I think it would reinforce me. Mind reader. That's right. It's very smart, Joe. Thank you for thinking that. Thank you, sir. It changes nothing. It changes nothing. Everybody sees Trump in front of a deep state judge, in front of Twinkies, and a liberal city, and they're like, there you go. Donald Trump targeted a deep state. I knew it. See, this is what Bragg is too stupid to figure out. This is why mentioning things like Trump with the porn star stuff, too, which, however seedy that is, does no damage to Trump. Because Trump was talking about this stuff on the Howard Stern show decades ago. It's a you already understand him to be that person. The guy who's involved with women and other stuff, and they vote for him for other reasons. Bragg doesn't get this. Twinks doesn't understand martyrdom. He doesn't understand it. No, no, Obviously. Not, at, not even a little bit. Now, how do we know, by the way, how do we know for sure that this thing will definitely not be bad for Trump and may, in fact, martyr him? Well, all you got to do is go to Boltico, otherwise known as Politico, left-wing rag, and do the, apply the Dan Bongino. It's an advanced theorem. It's called the dipsy do flipperoo It's the 180 theory. Go to the leftist outlets that are fully indoctrinated in communist ideology, read the headline, and then do the inverse. Turn it around and put a negative in front of it, right? Here's Politico. Stop overthinking it. An indictment would be bad for Trump by Alexander Burns. How should we read this? Stop overthinking it. An indictment would not be bad for Trump. You just have to throw the negative in there. They're every single time. Politico knows, just flip the headline around. They know this, and they're trying to kind of like take away and take put lipstick on this thing now to cover for the media because now they know they're in too deep and they can't turn around. No one at Politico actually believes this. Understand that. They understand that they're probably going to martyr this guy. So what are they doing? Again, they're trying to take the edge off to flip the narrative. These are not serious media people, okay? These are activists. Everything they do has a purpose, and none of it involves the truth. This is going to be, I, I, I would suggest, potentially a three to five point bump in the polls on the Republican side. Democrats aren't going to vote for Trump in any kind of a primary. Also, as I said to you yesterday, by the way, there's a couple of folks, um, I'm, I'm saying this nicely, misconstrued what I said about the Secret Service. I saw someone on social media, I was following the conversation, tweet out, Dan Bongino said that Alvin Bragg can't arrest Trump because of the Secret Service. We, we did not say that ever. Please go watch the show again. Never happened. We did not. That, no. no, thank you. Joe was here. Gee, we did not say that, correct? That is not accurate. 
Alvin Bragg and his team, of course, can arrest Donald Trump. I read to you 18 U.S.C. 3056 and 1752, which grants the Secret Service unquestioned federal power to stop whoever wouldn't peed in their protective function. It doesn't exclude Alvin Bragg or others. It doesn't mean they can't arrest him. Of course they can arrest him. It just means if they arrest him and put him in a dangerous situation, I should have been clear right from the start. Like, hey, we're going to put you in this jail cell with this serial killer over here. The Secret Service unquestionably has the power to say that's not happening. Now, I got to tell you, I don't know what the Secret Service is going to do. I do not talk to their leadership. They've got new management over there. I'm completely disconnected from them. I have no idea what the Secret Service is going to do. But I got to tell you, uh, the response so far on this, just from public, from the public reading of it, seems a little bit weak. They should be making crystal clear right now, it's the reason I covered this the way I'm covering it, that they're just not going to agree to an appearance in a courtroom that could cause a dangerous situation for their protectee. There's no, let it, let it litigate in the courts. Let it litigate in the courts. The Secret Service has the power to, to uh, stop anyone who interferes in their protective function. Someone at their headquarters. And by the way, Biden should be behind this too. He's going to be a former president soon himself. The Biden administration and Department of Homeland Security, which oversees the Secret Service, should be taking a strong stand on this today and say, listen, we can do this legal process, agree or disagree with the charges. He can be clearly arraigned virtually. They did it all during COVID. You can do it now. There is zero legitimate reason other than to embarrass Trump to bring him to a courthouse and to cause a massive security nightmare. Folks, I'm telling you, the Secret Service has the authority to intervene here and say, we're not putting him in this dangerous situation. They can't stop an arrest. They can't. They have no authority to do that at all. They can, however, intervene. And they can also declare something to be a federally protected area where their protectee is. So if they say we're going to put you in this cell, as I said yesterday with this dangerous guy, nope, nobody's coming in here around our guy. It's a New York City jail cell. We don't care. Federally protected area. They have the power to do it. The question is, is the Biden DHS going to stop them and basically demand the Secret Service put him in a bad situation? I would expect people would resign on principle if that happened. You swore to protect the president of the United States with your own life if need be. You're going to put him in a bad situation? Someone better step up here. This is ugly. There's a lot going on here, folks. A lot going on. This guy in New York caused a massive crisis in this country with the sole purpose of interfering in yet, shockingly, another election. You know, Joe and I were working on election night, 2016, with Conservative Review. Remember that down in Washington, D.C.? Yeah. We were working from, gosh, I don't know, noon to almost 3 o'clock in the morning. They called Pennsylvania. We were still there. It was just insane. Ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats and the communist left will not stop interfering in elections in efforts to steal them. 2016, they tried the collusion hoax. Didn't work. 2020, unfortunately, they used the Hunter Biden's laptop as Russian disinformation hoax. They used the Mueller probe and impeachment to destroy Donald Trump in 2020. 
There's now another election in 2024 where they're now going full commie. They're going old school Gestapo tactics. Now they're saying, well, if we can't keep them off the ballot and we can't keep them from winning where he's up in a lot of polls against Biden, we're just going to arrest him. This is straight up old school Gestapo stuff now. There's nothing cute about it. There's nothing delicate about it. The left is saying now we're commies. This is how commies work. Double-barreled family-friendly, although not family-friendly in their case. And we're just going to throw your guy in jail. Come on, Key. Get with the program. Joe, can you do that again, please? Oh, yeah, man. Thank you. Gosh. No problem. <laughs> I need you to salute. Thank you. Tucker addressed this last night. That's all right. He's actually working over there. Joe's working. Too, yeah. but that's Joe's job to work and do this. He's cutting some stuff. These, this is Tucker addressed this last night. Of all the acts of election interference, the Russia hoax, the Hunter Biden thing, all of it. I mean, there's, there's, we could talk all day about the leftist uh, election interference. This trying to arrest him is without question the single greatest act of election interference we've seen in our time. And if this proceeds and he's thrown in jail and they steal another election, folks, faith in institutions is going to have entirely and completely collapsed. And you can thank your liberal buddies for it. Listen to Tucker address this exact point. Either way, Donald Trump's former job as president of the United States is not really the point here. Yes, of course you can indict former presidents if they've done something wrong. That's not what this is about. The headline here is that there is, as noted, a presidential race in progress right now. And if you check the polls, you will find that Trump is leading the Republican field. That's the unprecedented thing. Taking out your opponent using the justice system. If the Democratic Party is allowed to do this, allowed to crush the presidential frontrunner, the main threat to their power, with a bogus criminal case, where does that leave us? We're done. Because that precedent will live forever. And voters will never again determine the outcome of a presidential election. It's remarkable when you think about it. So after all the yelling from permanent Washington about January 6th and how it was a threat to our democratic norms and the peaceful transfer of power. They've decided to completely short circuit our democratic norms, not to mention the peaceful transfer of power using the courts and prosecutors. Now, again, folks, just like Twinkies doesn't understand the political ramifications of what he's doing because he's a tyrant. Tyrants never understand political ramifications because they don't care about politics. Politics involves the electoral projection of power. They're not interested in elections. They're interested in the projection of power part. How they get it's irrelevant. Elections, stealing elections, crushing elections, tyranny, socialism. They don't care. They're missing the entire point that this country has been prosperous and relatively peaceful relative to countries around the world where we've continued to grow and prosper despite world wars and other things that have collapsed other societies. Because of fidelity to a common cause that despite our political differences, we all believe that constitution applies to all of us. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a thought only. That's not touchable. It's not feelable. It's not material. When that dissolves and 50% of the population believes nothing they do matters anymore in the country, the country's finished. Now do you see why these conversations about a national divorce generate all this traffic on social media? 
because there's a 50% of the country that's like, eh, you know what? Agree or disagree. I get it. I got more on this. Ron DeSantis responded yesterday. A lot of controversy around that. Some of it was, I believe, misconstrued on some of it. And then Trump responded to him. Controversy around that, too. Going to get to that. A lot to go. I got commies in action coming up to uh, CNN, the communists at CNN, ignoring the evidence right in front of their face. First, uh, our next sponsor, if you own a small business, you know the value of time. Innovation Refunds knows, too. That's why they made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for the Employee Retention Credit, or ERC. Go to GetRefunds.com to get started, and in less than eight minutes, see if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID-19. Innovation Refunds has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC. They may be able to help, able to help your business, too. There's no upfront charge, either. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe they won't qualify based off incomplete or outdated information. Don't let this opportunity pass you by because this payroll tax refund is only available for a limited amount of time. So go to GetRefunds.com. That's GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com. Go today. Thanks, GetRefunds.com. We appreciate it. So yesterday, I mean, it's fairly obvious at this point, Ron DeSantis is going to run for president. Um, uh, there's a couple other declared candidates. Tim Scott's probably going to run. You got Vivek, you got Nikki Haley, Mike Pompeo's probably going to run as well. Seeing a bunch of people talking about jumping in, but it's clear at this point, based on just public polling, however you agree with it or disagree with it, even if you discount it for stupidity, that Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, is going to be his primary opponent. Uh, and this could get ugly. Why? Because it's ugly already. So he had not commented over the weekend, Governor DeSantis, about the pending alleged arrest of Donald Trump. But yesterday he spoke out. It's a long clip, so I had to cut it down a bit. I wanted to get to the core of it. He mentions George Soros, funded prosecutor uh, Bragg, which is what he is, um, and a couple other things, too. He got both praise, however, and criticism for his response. So again, I promise you, everyone's going to be comfortable here, pro-DeSantis, pro-Trump people. That's my job. I'm going to address the praise and the criticism and the same thing for Trump and his response to that. So listen around to Santos first. The real victims are ordinary New Yorkers, ordinary Americans in all these different jurisdictions that they get victimized every day because of the reckless political agenda that these Soros DAs bring to their job. They ignore crime and they empower criminals, and that hurts people. It hurts a lot of people every single day. The Soros district attorneys are a menace to society, and I'm just glad that I'm the only governor in the country that's actually removed one from office during my tenure. <laughs> and in terms of um, our, 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 we are not involved in this, won't be involved in this, uh, I have no interest in getting involved in some type of manufactured circus by some Soros DA. So he garnered a lot of praise amongst conservatives for one, calling out the fact that Twinkies is a Soros funded communist, which is true. Uh, also, Ron DeSantis accurately pointed out he is the only governor in the country who actually moved the Soros funded DA over on the West Coast of Florida. That's true been a lot of legal wrangling over that, but that happened. So good for him for doing that. However, a lot of friends of mine and others I know, not necessarily, you know, pro or anti-Trump, but just conservatives, they thought it was a little milk toast, And they thought it for a number of reasons. 
Number one, he was criticized for suggesting that he's not going to get involved. Now, again, to give you the full story so you understand, you need to make your own judgments, okay? I'm going to give you both sides of this. It's up to you to make a decision, not up to me to tell you how to feel about something. I have an article in the newsletter today from the Washington Times. I just found it a little bit ago. Check it out. DeSantis' team has since cleared up those not involved comments. A lot of the pro-Trump people and some of the kind of just down the line people aren't supporting anyone yet said, well, what does that mean? I'm not going to get involved. I think they took it as meaning DeSantis was going to take a pass on it. Uh, almost, Joe, like, a, hey, I'm not really interested. This isn't my bag of donuts. You do you thing. Right. So a lot of people, when I heard it first, I thought, that's eh, kind of like, that's kind of weak. I mean, we've got a clear disruption of the constitutional process. We've got a bunch of communists now using and abusing the law to take out their political opponents. What does I'm not getting involved mean? DeSantis' team cleared that up this morning. You can read it yourself. You don't take it from me. It's in that Times article. DeSantis' team said that's not what we meant. What we meant is we will not be extraditing or signing extradition paperwork from the governor's office to extradite Donald Trump, which is is not going to be an issue, but there's not going to be an extradition either way. I got a call about this in the radio show yesterday. I should have explained this because Trump has already said he's going to turn himself in. There is no extradition. You only extradite if there's someone in a prison locked up or something you have to physically remove from a jail cell and take them to another state. You know, it'd be like suggesting Joe's in the Bahamas. He gets a call from the FBI about a bank robbery case. He was involved with, with Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Some of you get the joke. And Joe's in the Bahamas and the FBI says, hey, can you turn yourself in on Tuesday? And it's Sunday. Joe's, okay, I'll be back uh, tomorrow. I'll tell myself, I'm not going to extradite him from the Bahamas. Why not? Because he said he'd be there. Now, if Joe doesn't show up on Tuesday, there'll be extradition paperwork. So this is kind of a weird argument because you've got the DeSantis team saying, we're not going to be involved in an extradition, which is what the Trump team wanted to hear. But the extradition is not going to happen anyway. So this is a strange thing. Here's my suggestion about this whole thing. Folks, this is obviously all being polluted by politics and the Twitter back and forth between the Trump and DeSantis people, knowing now that there's going to be a primary. My humble opinion is getting a little ridiculous. Yes, this, I think DeSantis's team could have been clearer yesterday. And I, I have to address one thing because I don't want to give anyone a pass on this. He did mention one point, DeSantis, and I didn't delete it, Vaughn. That's why I'm talking about it now. I just want to keep the, the Soros part in there and uh, get the crux of it. He did mention during his statement at one point, uh, but I don't know anything about hush money payments to porn stars. DeSantis said that. Probably gratuitous. They have to throw that in there. We, we get it. Everybody gets it. Now do you see, going back to the beginning of the show, let me just tell you something. I, I'm not one to give you political advice. What do I, I mean? I lost when I ran for office. <laughs> Tough race, blue state, doesn't matter. I, you know, We didn't pull it out. Just saying to the DeSantis team, that attack on Trump, you guys agree he's been tried a thousand times. Oh my gosh, Porsche, it doesn't work. Why does it not work? Because it's already baked in the cake, man. I just would strongly recommend for the sake of everyone involved, you just let that part of it go. Everybody gets it. So there you go. Giving you kind of the, the praise and the criticism on DeSantis's end. Now, Trump responded on True Social. 
Quote, Ron the Sanctimonious will probably find out about false accusations and fake stories sometime in the future. As he gets older, wiser, and better known, when he's unfairly and illegally attacked by a woman, even classmates that are underage, in quotes, Trump notes, or possibly a man. I'm sure he will want to fight these misfits just like I do. Here's the problem I have with this. I give you the praise and the criticism. The praise from the pro-Trump here has been, uh, pro-Trump people, excuse me, has been, hey, you know what? He's a fighter. He's taken on this fight against the deep state. DeSantis should join him. Yeah, I agree. I just said, I think that statement could have been worded differently. However, the criticism side, are we really linking to Midas Touch, which he did in the True Social Post? Midas Touch is a far left group of insane radicals posting a picture I'm not even going to put up here of DeSantis partying with underage girls at a drinking party at a Georgia school. Now, I can't say something without giving you the opposite. If this was exclusively a political attack, which I think Trump should avoid right now, Trump's got bigger problems with this arrest. I think we got to link shields for a little bit. There's more than enough time to attack each other on the debate stage. There's, trust me, we are not in a lack of time for Trump and DeSantis to attack one another. That time's not now. Primaries are a good thing. I will continue to say this, but we got to clean this up for now. Everybody needs to link shields behind Trump right now. Everyone. There's more than enough time to beat each other up later. Having said that, if this was strictly a political attack, it's a bad idea because it isn't a time for it, but it's not a bad attack. If DeSantis has a reputation for a clean cut guy and you're going to spread these rumors, which mostly have been, it's an exaggerated story at best, that he's partying with underage girls. It's those kind of things do damage. Giving you both sides. You need to make your own decision on it. I am not here to tell you who to vote for. I've been a supporter of President Trump for a long time, but I owe you the show first, and I owe you all sides of it. You're going to get it here. All right, watching the commies in action, by the way, is something to behold. How they set these two completely different standards of evidence. For Hunter Biden, Joe, no amount of evidence, bank records, a business partner, Joe Biden literally on a voicemail talking about business with his son, Joe Biden in pictures with Hunter Biden's business partners. No amount of evidence is good enough for the commies at CNN. But with Trump, an allegation of a shh that nobody can seem to prove from seven years ago is definitely enough to lock up the president, burn that key, melt it down, turn it into handcuffs. Doesn't matter. I'll show you that coming up in a second. So, so obscene. But it's what I told you, right? It's not about hypocrisy. The left doesn't care if they look like hypocrites. It's about what? It's about hierarchy, man. It's about power. The left is going to show you what they can do and what you can't do to them. You miss breakfast cereals? Come on, everybody remembers getting up. You watch the Saturday morning cartoons, your brother, your sister, your cousin, whatever it was. You took that bowl of cereal. You ate. Those were the good old days, right? What's the problem with a lot of those cereals? They're loaded with sugar and really bad stuff. Well, what if I told you there was a cereal for us grownups? That's not bland. It tastes amazing. Well, Magic Spoon's here. It's for you. It's a wholesome cereal. Tastes delicious. Magic Spoon has replicated those your favorite childhood cereals to taste good. Each serving contains zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five net grams of carbs. The taste is amazing. It's great for a low-carb lifestyle. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and you can relive those memories from a kid, from being a kid. Plus, it's only 140 calories a serving. Here are some of the flavors. Build your own bundle with cocoa, 
fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry muffin, outstanding maple waffle, one of my faves, honey nut, cookies and cream, and cinnamon roll. Go to magicspoon.com slash Bongino and grab a custom bundle of cereal. Be sure to use our promo code Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon's so confident in their product, it's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. You don't like it for any reason, no problem, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Get your next outstanding, delicious bowl of cereal. Go today to magicspoon.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O, and use code Bongino to save $5 off. Thank me later. Magicspoon.com slash Bongino. It's good stuff. Okay. Yeah, watching these commies in action is just hilarious. Uh, CNN, obviously communist, right? Watching them display hierarchy over hypocrisy. I love it when people go, oh, the media are hypocrites. They say one thing about Trump and one thing about the Biden family. Um, yes, but that's not the point. Uh, socialists and tyrants don't care. They want to show you they're in charge. And there's no better way to show you they're in charge and to flip you the double barrel family friendly than to say, watch, we're going to put your guy in jail. We know our guy is a thousand times more corrupt. And not only are we not going to put him in jail, we're going to run cover for him on our channels and smile while we're doing it. This is a perfect, Joe hated this clip. Yes. I mean, for all the right reasons. I sent this over before the show. He's like, I was ready to like throw my computer out the window. Watch this. Watch this goofball at CNN, this reporter. They now have business records, bank records of uh, a mass of millions of dollars of deposits going to the Biden family from enemies of the United States. They have the business partner claiming Joe Biden got 10% as the big guy, that the, he's the guy in the email, the big guy email. They've got Joe Biden in photos with the business partners. They've got Joe Biden on a voicemail talking to Hunter about, hey, I think you're in the clear here. They've got pictures. They've got evidence out the wazoo, whatever that is. And the lady's like, we have absolutely no evidence this is linked to Joe Biden at all. <laughs> get, get a load. This is great. Check this out. The memo does not link these payments in any way to President Joe Biden. I want to be crystal clear about that. And the memo does not show that President Joe Biden, while he was vice president, used his position to either direct these payments or to try to enrich his own family members in any way, which Republicans have said is the entire purpose of their investigation. And meanwhile, Hunter Biden's legal team says that he pursued these business deals legitimately, and he has a right as a private citizen to do that. I want to read you part of the statement from his legal team. They said, Hunter Biden, a private citizen with every right to pursue his own business endeavors, joined several business partners in seeking a joint venture with a privately owned legitimate energy company in China. As part of that joint venture, Hunter received his portion of good faith seed funds, which he shared with his uncle, James Biden, and Hallie Biden, with whom he was involved with at the time, and sharing expenses. So again, Republicans are digging into this issue. They are trying to make this a political liability for President Joe Biden. But so far, they have not provided any evidence of wrongdoing. You know, you see why Joe wanted to chuck his computer? It is no, it, folks, don't, don't, get, don't get mad. Don't get just organize and organize and get these people out of office as soon as you can. We can clean this thing up. Listen, every society in the history of the cosmos we know about, planet Earth, the only society we know about anywhere in the cosmos is on this planet, has faced corruption and evil people. There's no reason to give up. This isn't a reason to say, oh my gosh, look, these people are imbeciles. We get it. However, the ratings are collapsing. No one, nobody watches CNN. No one. Okay? Nobody trusts the media. 
there's an election coming up. We took back the House. I was reading a story today about how Iowa and North Carolina are moving right back into the blood red column. Things are happening. Florida, we just won by 20 points. Don't get depressed. I'm long in the United States. Get busy. Now, what I find hilarious about that clip with this just clown at CNN, who should, I mean, really, how do, I, I, I constantly wonder how you go home and like you, aren't you embarrassed going into your house with your neighbors? Like, oh my gosh, you're going to see me? I work at CNN. She says, oh, well, uh, reads the statement about these are all legitimate business endeavors by Hunter Biden. Has anyone described ever what Hunter Biden's business was? Because no one seems to know. What was his business? Oh, uh, uh, he was consulting. On what? With the Chinese Communist Party? No, did you notice this? Nobody can describe what skills this man had, Hunter Biden, that warranted multi-million dollar payouts to affiliates of his that filtered his way into the Biden family. He just said it. This is a classic. It's not happening, but it's great that it is. That Michael Anton thing. <laughs> On one hand, there's no corruption in the Biden family because they're not really engaged in business. Joe Biden's like, oh, no, he said, Joe Biden said yesterday, none of this is true. But then they acknowledge, on the other hand, when the bank records emerge, records emerge, that it is true and it's all legitimate business, except we just can't describe what the legitimate business is. Oh, okay. All right, moving on. Ladies and gentlemen, I told you we're dealing with socialists, commies, and just plain old school fascists. What's old is new again with the left. Financial collapses. Segregation. Now, we're going to do a racist check. Uh, this is necessary. Uh, Guy, prepare yourself. Uh, Joe, oh. segregation. Yeah. You know, Jim Crow and all that stuff. Yeah. Colored water fountains, colored uh, lunch counters. Yeah. Bad thing or not? Oh, definitely. I don't even have to think about it. Okay. Bad thing. You know, Guy, racisty, bad thing or not? Guy says, definitely not crazy about that again. I'm going to be on the record to tell you. Segregation's a really bad idea. The judges ruled segregation sucks. All right. Not with the lefty. Huh? Not with the lefties. The lefties love segregation. So just like financial collapse, which is back, we're doing the same thing we did in 2008 over again, right? Segregation is back with the left. Now, I, I, I thought of this little test. I, 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 th I shouldn't say I thought of it. It's Michael Anton's. Michael Anton coming up again. He calls it the celebration parallax. Where it's this weirdest, weird, a parallax is the same thing, looks different from two different angles. So I thought of this parallax with regard to the audio you're going to hear next. A, a diehard communist, Robin D'Angelo. I mean, to the left of Lenin, who is promoting and profiting off racial division and race essentialism in this country. She's one of the big proponents of this white uh, riv privilege rage stuff nonsense. Weird that it took, she's white herself. I don't know how she identifies. Who knows with the left, right? This is the weirdest thing. She's on video promoting this insane, crazy, lunatic idea that we should go back to segregation. So here's the test. Do you think if you were to go on a TV channel and use her exact words as a conservative, exact words, you know, I think black people should get away from white people. What do you think would happen to you? 
Well, the answer is, of course, you'd be fired. If you promoted segregation, they'd be like, that's insane. The celebration parallax. Lefties love segregation. And you can love segregation, too, as long as you're a crazy liberal. Listen to this craziness. Check this out. I'm a big believer in affinity space and affinity work. And I think people of color need to get away from white people <laughs> and, and have some community um, with each other. And I'll, I'll let that go and maybe see if anyone else wants to pick it up. So, Joe, just to be clear, yep. as long as we call segregation and the separation of races, affinity spaces like the Infinity Stones or something. I know affinity and I get it. As long as we call them affinity spaces, everything's A-OK. Now, if you go on Fox as a white conservative and say the exact same thing, I got to imagine you're probably not going to be back. Yeah. Showing you again how we have this bifurcated society full of hierarchy, not hypocrisy. Oh, that's such hypocrisy. Lefties can call for segregation and nothing happens. It's not. Yes, it's hypocrisy. Yes, I get it. That's not the takeaway. The takeaway is the left sticking it in your face that they hate black people. They think they're too stupid black people to go and freely associate with people of other races. They want segregation back. And as long as they say it, they're showing you how powerful they are. They can even argue for segregation. And nothing will happen to them at all. As long as they play the euphemisms game. He said it right. Now that's power. That is power. But the, the biggest stains on this wonderful country we've ever had, Jim Crow and segregation, they want to bring it back and absolutely nothing will happen. This lady will be celebrated on college campuses, guaranteed. Fetid on college campuses. Palm fronds waving her when she comes in. That's power. Now you see why you got to get away from these lunatics? On a dead, deadly serious note, before I get to my sponsor, segregation is a grotesque stain on this country. The fact that people were beaten to death, died, hanged, drowned, tortured, dragged by cars, fighting against separation of the races based on obscene abominations of theories about racial inferiority based on the melanin component of your skin is absolutely freaking disgusting. And that liberal a-holes would come back and argue for this now is one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. This lady should be shunned from any public space again, arguing for segregation. And make no mistake, that's exactly what she's arguing for. Not de facto, but de jure. The effect is no different. All right, I got a lot more to get to. Because what's old is new again. They're not just trying to bring back segregation to the left. They want to bring back 2008-2009 bank bailouts. bailouts. I thought that was a bad thing. Apparently not. Not with the Libbies. All right, let me get to my last sponsor first. GenuCell, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever, our friends at GenuCell are including both the Ultra Retinol and Dark Spot Corrector in their most popular package at the website, GenuCell.com slash Dan. Right now, save over 70% off GenuCell's most popular package just in time for the warm spring weather. Featuring GenuCell's Ultra Retinol that contains a powerful retinol alternative perfect for the skin in the summer. And GenuCell's Dark Spot Corrector to reduce the appearance of dark marks and sunspots from long summer days outside. A lot of those here. Plus, you'll still get GenuCell's world-class under-eye bag therapy for those annoying under-eye bags and puffiness. And with its immediate effects, see results in as little as 12 hours. Guaranteed, 
or your money back. Guys, ladies, everyone, GenuCell's for you. It doesn't matter which problem you're looking to solve. GenuCell's most popular package has it all. It's over 70% off right now. Don't wait. Visit GenuCell.com slash Dan to save over 70% off their most popular package plus every order. Subscription includes a luxury gift box with two free springtime essentials. That's a subscription. That's two free gifts plus concierge shipping for a limited time. Go to GenuCell.com slash Dan. That's GenuCell.com slash Dan. G-E-N-U-C-E-L. Thanks, GenuCell. Okay. What's old is new again, fellas. Here we go. So I saw this tweet from Genevieve uh, Rose Stector. She's like, hey, good morning, everyone. So the Federal Reserve, you know, that quasi-government entity that pretends to be independent from our federal government, that prints money, they reached uh, their borrowing is reaching all-time highs, even higher than the financial collapse collapse of 2008. She sarcastically notes, guys, no sweat, probably nothing to see here. There's the chart. That's kind of weird. 2008 financial collapse. All the banks had a rush to the Federal Reserve and say, hey, print us some money to save us. I just look at this chart. Keep that up a second. I just want you to understand what we're looking at. Don't overcomplicate this. Economists will try. They love to talk in fancy terms. This is from Bloomberg. So it's a left-leaning outlet. So there's no reason they're going to lie about this. The source is the Federal Reserve. Make no mistake what this is. When a bank who is a lender gets into trouble, where does the bank go? Well, the bank can go to other banks. But when those banks are in trouble too, where do they go, Joe? They go to the Federal Federal Reserve Reserve, as the, quote, lender of last resort. Well, gee, that's kind of weird. Look at those spikes on there. 2008 financial crisis. And there you thank you, Guy, for highlighting that. Wow, that's a lot higher. Now, to be fair, in relative terms, the banks do have a little bit more of a capital cushion right now. But here's the crazy thing. The capital cushion, in other words, the assets they have on their books, is polluted because of Dodd-Frank, which made them all buy the same things. Folks, I want you to be crystal clear on this. We are looking at a potential, it's still avoidable, but a potential meltdown that is worse than 2008 if we don't square this away soon. Now, the left-wingers out there want you to believe, because Biden is in office, they even write it up at Axios, why the bank fracas is no 2008. Ha! Look at this. They cite the Dodd-Frank Act, which did some things. Capital ratios are higher than in 2008, what I just said. Dramatically so at the largest banks, giving them a greater financial cushion. Can you stop me if this doesn't make sense? This is what journalistic uh, nonsense and liberal spin looks like. So what they're saying, Joe, is yes, banks are in trouble and are borrowing more money from the Federal Reserve that's printing it. Big trouble. Mm -hmm. But they're saying, don't worry, Biden's in charge. And the regulation us liberals pushed, Dodd-Frank, protects us now because banks have more assets than they did in the past, so they won't go bankrupt. What's the problem, folks? The problem is Dodd-Frank actually screwed all of them over. As you can see from this Washington Times article, where 200 banks are ready to go under now, too, and teeter on insolvency, what Dodd-Frank, after the Great Recession, did is it said to banks, Joe, if you guys are going to hold assets, which is good, right? You want the bank to be able to cash in assets to give you your money back? Yeah. Dodd-Frank said, you guys are all going to hold the same types of assets. Really? I think that's a good idea? Because what happened then? They all went out and bought 
U.S. government bonds, which are becoming more and more and more worthless as interest rates go up and up and up. So, yeah, they have more assets, but they also have the exact same problem. Before Dodd-Frank, banks had different ways to diversify. We're going to buy securities. We're going to buy gold. We're going to buy real estate. Therefore, you got to shop around. You had a real estate problem. They all bought mortgage-backed securities. Those banks went under first. Now, every bank in the country has the exact same problem. They all, all have these government-denominated assets on their books. Because Dodd-Frank told them to. Revenge of liberalism yet again. Here's another problem we're going to have. Here's uh, was this, MSNBC, one of these liberal hack outlets, acknowledging uh, we got a little bit of an issue here because now consumers have a lot of debt. So consumers, us, we're going to have to pay off our debt. How do we do that, Joe? We go and get money from the bank yeah. or we write a check. What's the problem? The banks don't have the money. So they're telling the Federal Reserve, we need you to give us money because we're losing money because you told us to buy these government bonds that are losing money because of Dodd-Frank. Can you give us more money? So we're printing more money, causing more inflation, causing interest rates to go up, causing the government bonds on their asset sheet to go down even more as people are going to need money to pay off their debts. Listen to, uh, uh, what is, is this MSNBC saying, hey, we got a big problem. Consumers got a lot of debt. They're going to need money soon. As economists warn of financial troubles to come, there is growing evidence that the average American household just isn't ready, isn't preparing, and has no fail-safe. All of it laid out in worrisome detail in an NBC report on how savings accounts are shrinking and debt levels rising, leaving more consumers on shaky footing. Americans spent about half of the savings they accrued during the pandemic, more than a trillion dollars. Credit card balances jumped $61 billion to a record high at the end of 22. And auto loan debt, it's up $94 billion. Joe. Yes, sir. March 21st. Oh. Please, uh, can you, would yeah. you mind flagging this? Please, please. Flag it! Thank you. Got it. Let's hope I'm, this is the one flag it. I hope he never has to cross off because I'm right. But I want you to pay very close attention right now. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about five minutes away from a major economic disaster. The government is printing money to give to banks that are insolvent because banks bought government-denominated bonds that are going down in value as inflation goes up, as the government prints more money, causing more inflation, which is going to cause consumers who are in consumer debt to have to struggle more to pay their bills because they have less money due to inflation, who are then going to run to the banks to get more money out as the bank is asking the federal government to get the money they don't have so they have to print even more. If that sounds to you like a really bad death spiral, right. Don't kill the messenger. Just telling you the truth. Okay, a couple of good videos here for you at the end of the show. Do you see this? Now, this is not new. It's going around the internet. But this is from 2021. This is just straight up comical. This is Fauci. Fauci's out with the D.C. mayor. How we just got our hands on this is amazing. This should have been out a long time ago. Fauci and the D.C. mayor are running around telling people how wonderful the mRNA vaccines are. D.C. residents are a lot smarter than Fauci and the D.C. mayor. 
I want you to watch this interaction. How did we not see this before? Check this out. Well, the flu kills a lot of people annually, yeah. too. You know how many people died of the flu the last year? I mean, not this year, virtually none, but the previous year, about 20 to 30,000. You know how many people have died from COVID-19 in the United States? 600,000 Americans. Well, you, well, that, well the, the number that you all are giving that died, that's, that's once again, that's you all's number. You got pass. Yeah, definitely. Because right. when, when you start talking about paying people to get vaccinated, when you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated, there's something else going on with that. Yeah. Something else, something I, else going it on. It is something going on. Yeah. Something else. You're right. But I'm glad millions of people like me and most everybody here didn't get an incentive. You know what their incentive was? Protecting their health and protecting the city. Well, but that, I, well, I won't keep doing it anymore. It's okay because my, 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 my incentive, y'all, campaign is about fear. It's about inciting fear in people. You all attack people with fear. That's what this pandemic is. It's a fear. It's fear, this pandemic. That's all it is. Yes. Yes. Round of applause forever. Yeah. That man is an American hero. Call it out, Fauci. He said it right. He goes, how come we haven't seen this before, although it's from 2021? Because they don't want you to see it. They don't want you to see it. People asking crazy things like questions. Because the reason no one trusts these people, Fauci, and otherwise, because they've lied about just about everything about COVID. Lied or been wrong. Social distancing, the lab leak, the vaccination, just about masks. There's nothing they've been correct about, about COVID. That's the reason there is some huge, huge breaking news that came out yesterday. I don't know if you guys saw this, but you at home need to. This article is in my newsletter. Please read it. There is an enormous case working its way through the federal system. It's a case against the government for censoring COVID information brought by a number of attorneys general in the states. The federal judge, Terry Doughty, yesterday, the Western District of Louisiana, denied the Biden administration's motion to dismiss the suit. That's good news. The Biden administration colluded with Facebook and other entities to censor people in a major First Amendment violation. The case is now going to go forward. This is going to be a potential game, ch game changer on discovery alone. Wait till these emails start coming out. This is going to be a disaster for the censors. They don't have emails, Dan. Oh, you want to see one? Here's Rob Flaherty from the EOP WHO. What's the EOP? You guys know. Executive Office of the President at his official White House email. Oh, really? Emailing a Facebook executive. Basically demanding Tucker Carlson and Tommy Lahren videos get reduced in their distribution, i.e. censor them. Guy's name is Rob Flaherty. There's email right there. Oh, he's the director of digital strategy at the White House. That was rough. That's going to be hard to argue you're not a censor when you're asking to censor. Kind of crazy, right? Keep your eye on this case, folks. This is a huge, huge story. Huge story. All right. Got to wrap it up for today. Folks, thanks again for all your support. Again, we moved up a spot on the Triton podcast rankings. Thanks to you. That's due to your subscriptions. They are absolutely free. It doesn't cost you a single dollar. Please subscribe to the show if you do us that favor at Apple, Spotify, and Rumble at rumble.com slash Mongino. And join us for the live chat every day on Rumble, 11 a.m. Eastern time. We had 37,000 people yesterday. That's pretty impressive for three weeks in. Thank you. I, we deeply appreciate our whole team here. Thanks a lot. I'll see you back here tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.